the cast. So, so um, we'll say um, my name. Welcome to another episode. My name's Molly. Alex. And then you'll say I'm Joey. Joey. And then I'll say, okay. and this, this is, is, and we'll all say together. Okay. okay. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum, 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 bum. Welcome to another episode. I'm Molly. I'm Alex. I'm Joey. And this is Potter Watch. So we're having another special episode today, one that I've been highly anticipating. <laughs> it's very exciting. I was going to try to make a pun with exciting and science, and it just didn't come out of my mouth. Science. Egg science. Egg, egghead science. Um, yeah. yeah. Wow. This We're off to a great start. But um, Joey, um, do you want to tell a little bit about why you're qualified to teach Molly and I about the science of Harry Potter? Because everybody's good at science. They just need to know things. Right. <laughs> well, I, but, I think you really overestimated my science ability, but continue. All right. Um, I am a, uh, so I'm a, a medical uh, researcher at um, Georgetown University. I'm a, I'm a student. I'm an MD-PhD student. And uh, I've, I'm in my fourth year. I'm in my fourth year now. So I've gone through two years of medical school, and this is now my second year of graduate school. Congratulations. Thank wow. you. Thank you. And, and I, what was your um, alma mater originally, though? UMBC. Woof, woof, woof. Woof, pride. Retrievers. I messed it up. You okay. No, no, it's the, gold, it's the golden, the gold, no, no, not the golden. No, Chesapeake Bay Retrievers. The Chesapeake Bay Retrievers, right. Oh, wow. We have put UMBC to okay, shame. Okay, I have It's been not. six years. It's fine. All right, sorry not to interrupt, but that's how we know Joey. Yeah, we know Joey from you originally. Yeah, yeah. I, did, I did theater with Alex, and it yes. was fun. You you were the you you were what Eveline? Yes, Eveline and the Wiz. <laughs> <laughs> and you were a monkey. I was a, I was. Did you do a monkey dance? I did. No, they, they weren't called monkey monkeys. Dance. What were they called in the Wiz? Um, the can you feel a brand new day? Okay, what was it? What were they called? I don't know. I thought they were monkeys. Uh, my puppy. I said, I don't know what I said. I said something crazy. It starts with a W? I don't know. Somebody, oh, somebody will correct yeah. you. Yeah, like the oh, wig, yeah. Wiggy. Wookie or something? No, no, no that's not. I can do a Wookie, but I can't. No. A Wooly? We'll have to consult the Wiz fandom. <laughs> <laughs> um... So but, before we get started into our class, because um, yeah. Joey's taking, um, Professor. Professor Posner is taking um, <laughs> Alex and I that. to class. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we're going to do a little lightning round to get to know our guests first. Ooh. So you guys excited. know how this works. So, lightning bolt round. I guess first thing is what house do you Gryffindor. Gryffindor. <laughs> I'm 100%. It's really funny because I actually. I was gonna say I thought Ravenclaw for sure. I am, I am secondary Ravenclaw because I I do get excited about like knowledge and knowing as much as I can, but my per- personality wise, so Gryffindor. One hundred percent Gryffindor. I feel like Katie, um, Joey's wife, hates it when Joey and I are in the same room and discussing Harry <laughs> Potter because it just gets so loud. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's... he brought four pages of notes. I was like, a, a Ravenclaw. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope, nope. nope. I just get super excited about everything. Okay, awesome. Yeah. All right. How did you get into HP? Um, it's actually an interesting story because uh, I actually wasn't. I was actually very against Harry Potter when I first uh, <gasps> when I first learned of it. Yeah, this was when I was in what fourth grade, 
And my mom was saying, hey, there's there's this new thing, Harry Potter come out. It's about a boy wizard. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to do it just because everyone's doing it. Mm. And... <laughs> And she and she was insistent. She kept she kept trying to get me to do it. And one day we were driving up to like our family in uh, New Jersey, and it was a three hour drive. Sorry. And um, and she thought, what better way to to force my children to listen to a book uh, to to read a book than have them listen to it while we're in a car where and they can't escape? That'll be my. And the first <laughs> book, it's only six hours. It's you're, only you're six... looking at half right there. I thought it was nine. Well, maybe it is. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Spoiler alert: I've listened it's to them many short, times though. since then. <laughs> um, but I, but that's that's what we did. She stuck my myself and my little brother in the back seat of her car and and stuck in Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone book on tape back which, when they were actually tapes. I had them on tape too. Which version though? Jim Dale. Okay. Jim Dale. Jim Dale, oh, Jim Dale, Dale. is Bay, man. I like, know. Oh, I know. Like, <laughs> Molly I just has to like make sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's oh, like yeah. when somebody says, Leah, I'm a fan of Harry Potter. Oh, did you read them? No, I just saw all the movies. You're like, and I'm like, oh. oh. So you listen to Stephen Fry then. Yeah, <laughs> not well. It's, it's the same a, level. It's, it's actually weird because my, my brother, he was always too young to read. So I kept listening to them and I actually never actually read the books. Until very recently. <laughs> that is a very fun fact. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I was going to... Uh, what motivated me to actually read them is I was going to see Cursed Child in London, and I thought, well, no okay, I have to just go through all the books now before and before we leave, and so I, ha- so I read them all. I don't want to like make this story like that much longer, but please tell the world about your Cursed Child story, because that's also very fun. Like my specific Cursed Child story? Yeah, like about how you got there and oh, all of that. That's okay. so cool. <laughs> okay, so it was it was really it was really interesting because I um because I had gotten this email from Potter Watch and it was randomly and it said, by the way, guys, on this date, if you log in, you're going Pottermore. 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 <laughs> we did not give out tickets to see. <laughs> Fun fact, <Child>. guys. <laughs> yeah, we barely got there to New York. <laughs> Um, but, uh, on Pottermore, I got this random email and it said, if you log in at this time, we'll put you in a, uh, put you in a queue, um, to buy, um, Cursed Child tickets on September 1st, the first day of, uh, of school for Hogwarts. And if you, by the time you get to the front of the queue, if there are still tickets, you can buy them. I was like, okay, 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 okay. Um, but I logged in and I ended up buying four tickets that day, and I immediately went into a frenzy to get, uh... Like plane to, tickets? To get plane <laughs> tickets, and and it ended up being uh, myself, uh, Katie, my wife, and uh, my younger brother, which, I'm sorry, Bradley, if you're listening to this, I am never going to be traveling with you internationally ever again. <laughs> but seeing Cursed Child in London was... Oh, that my is God. so it amazing. It was amazing. Did you go to any of the other Harry Potter stuff while you were in London? We, I went to King's Cross. Yeah. Um, which, which was... Uh, we didn't actually get to see the actual platforms, but yeah. we got to see the... The, the little fake platform that they yeah. have out front. And like throw your scarf up or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, oh, but did so... you go to like the Hollywood studio or the WB? I did not. We, yeah, we I didn't did a, either. We did a lot of touristy like London-y stuff. Yeah. Um, but as far as, Harry, as far as Harry Potter stuff goes, we, we were a little scant, but... But you saw Cursed Child. But I saw Cursed Child, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, I don't know if you guys, like, remembered this or tried to get tickets to see Cursed Child in London, but it was, like, virtually impossible. Impossible. Like, I have friends 
it, that live in England at that time that were like, we can't get tickets to oh, see yeah. Cursed Child. It's so like seeing I don't Hamilton. Know. It's like seeing Hamilton in the US. Like, like it, was, there. it was like uncalled for. So when um, I was in a show with Katie, uh, Joey's wife at the time, and she was like, yeah, we're going to go see Cursed Child. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you that you got the golden ticket? Like, Basically. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I think I think they actually were golden when I picked them up from sure. the, from the box office. <laughs> All right, so another lightning question. Yeah, lightning <laughs> round. that was a lightning. Okay, what's your favorite book? Uh, I'm gonna have to say the fourth one um, because right. I, for me it open it opens up the world. It opens up the world beyond Hogwarts. That's when yeah. I start seeing like yeah. my favorite scene. My absolute favorite scene uh from that book is when harry and ron and hermione are wandering around the camp right before the yes, the tribe not too. before the quidditch world cup yeah uh archie 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 <laughs> <laughs> i like a healthy breeze around my private space muggle women wear them archie the men wear these archie oh, i bought these in a muggle <laughs> Archie was ahead of his time, okay? He was Archie great. said, like, fuck the binary. Like, I'm gonna wear <laughs> exactly. my fucking skirt. Like, uh But even but even like seeing like the omnioculars and I know, just yes. and just finding out all the different things that the uh, wizarding world can be like learning yes. about international wizards because for some reason that had never crossed my mind i'm saying we yeah, said yeah, we yeah. had like this exact same conversation we did that chapter in the book and we yeah, just yeah. we love it we we'll love have to it. have you on for a chapter before we finish the please. fourth one yeah. oh, please thank yeah. you um all right um favorite movie favorite movie um it's mm, i won't See, I want to say the first one because it's like the the first movie, yeah. and it's but I it's it's a tie between the first and the second. I just love Chris Columbus's direction, Same. and for me, that is the for me that's the best aesthetic for the Harry Potter. It's how world. I picture it. It's how I picture yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah. The first one, for sure. Yeah. yeah, like, the castle, and I know, I guess they use the same basic castle for the rest of them, but the castle just feels so real in the first Like, the two. corridors yeah. and everything, and then, yeah. It's because they have more, like, in-between classes scenes. Yeah, and they yeah. have more time to and they're, play. And they're kids, yeah. so, like, I guess when they start to get yeah. older and the actors start to go through puberty... Puberty, it like takes it's me out of it a little enough. bit. It's like mm -hmm. too real. Yeah, almost. and then but it's so innocent. Even though the magic is yeah. yeah. they're little, and then I I was little when I was watching them be little. Oh, and, yeah. oh. I I actually when the first movie came out, we convinced our fourth grade teacher to take us as a class trip to see the movie what? as a field trip, and and books are banned in others. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great because we. Uh, at the movie theater that we ended up going to, they had like these fancy theaters that used to be like, it used to be like almost like a club mm -hmm. and where they would serve you drinks and food yeah, at yeah, your yeah. seats. And, but they had since gotten rid of the club aspect. And so it was just these comfy seats. Mm -hmm. And I was so small at that time. <laughs> we sat in the front row and there was like a little bar right in front of me. So I didn't slip, uh, it didn't slip uh, out into the aisle. And, and I just imagine like little, uh, like uh, 10, 11 year old Joey holding onto this bar, looking up all wide eyed at Harry that Potter. That's so cute. Wow. It was, it's like you're in Hagrid's chair. I was in Hagrid's <laughs> chair. It was great. You oh. can't see Joey, but you're like, what, six? 
I'm 6'2". Yeah. I'm 6'2". Joey's a big guy. <laughs> I'm like tall. tall. You can hear it from like the timbre in your voice. Like you have a very deep, resonant voice. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Gaston. Oh, I, was, I was Gaston last year for uh, for Halloween. That checks out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, so this is a two-part. Was Katie a uh, Belle? Of course. Obviously. I'm sorry. Of course if you she knew was. Katie, Katie like is Belle. I mean, that's her like favorite, that's her like favorite movie. Yeah. Of all time is Beauty and the Beast. That's yeah. a great costume I got. Mm-hmm. Like I tried being Beast one year, it didn't work out so well. <laughs> um, okay, so this is a two-part question. Okay. What is your? What was the hardest death? And then who would you bring back? If you can only bring back one person. Um, death, Dobby. Okay. Um, specifically because everybody else who died, they died because they took part in this war. Mm-hmm. They They knew what they were getting into. Dobby didn't want to take part in the war. He just wanted to help his friends. He did not deserve that. I mean, Hedwig too. Cedric. But like, yeah. Uh, se- <laughs> fine, I was but about Hedwig. Just oh, Hedwig! So I, Hedwig is a really hard. That death, is, was a hard though. death for me. I was because like, because of Harry's reaction. Yeah, and, and, and it gave him PTSD essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, I feel like Hedwig was rough because she's been there. Since he enters the wizarding world. Which is and why so J.K. Well, Rowling did it. Yeah, it's a yeah, loss so of it's, innocence. It's that death yeah. of his... In- it's the symbol yeah. of the death of his innocence. So it's very awful. Like, like I, it's a I remember, white owl. I, like, what's I that just read that scene. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know why, but like people would wear white to their wedding. It's because they're virgins. It's because like, they're virgins. Malcolm it's X had innocent. some opinions mm. on that. <laughs> Um, but Yikes. I just read that, I just read that scene where Hedwig dies and it's, and he loses both, you guys are, sorry, Alex just like dragged me. <laughs> Never mind. No, 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 keep going. No. We're sorry. <laughs> We're not allowed to, this is, the guest should always sit in the middle. Molly and I are too tangential. Yeah. After we do the questions, we can switch. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I, I, like I was saying, I just, I, I was reading that scene and he lost both Hedwig and his firebolt. And I'm just thinking, like, he's, it's it's kind of JK, like, gearing him up for a journey where he has nothing to lose. He lost his fireball? He lost his fireball at the same time, because when, I, I only know this because I just read that chapter. I'm gonna, um, yeah, because he doesn't have it for the rest I'm gonna of pretend I knew never. that and remembered it, but I fully did not. <laughs> but, like, Hagrid's, Hagrid's, cart, Hagrid's cart flips upside and down. And everything falls And in. everything falls out, and all he was able to grab was his, his rucksack, rucksack and Hedwig's cage, mm-hmm. and uh, and his firebolt fell to earth. And then, right after that, um, Hedwig so died. I never thought about the firebolt before, but yeah, he doesn't have it. Yeah. Also, Crookshanks disappears. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe Crookshanks he, goes, goes, maybe about she goes to Australia. That's yeah, what we exactly, said. That's exactly, what we exactly. Said. Or she stays at the Weasleys or something, but... Um, I did, yeah. I didn't think about the fireball, and yeah, it's, um, okay. Just, yeah. I'm gonna look out for that now. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, all right, so yeah. it's my turn. Oh, um, the, oh, no, the second the death. One... The, the oh, one I yeah. bring back, um, Sorry. Sarah's Black. Sarah's ah. Black. Oh, yes. Yeah. But that was also, like, my hardest death. Yeah. <laughs> he's both for me. <laughs> um, I, uh, Sirius is my hardest death, but I would bring back Fred, is. Mm. Ooh, yeah. Well, Fred, I could... I, they're interchangeable, like, which one's hardest, too. Because, like, if I... We talked about this. Like, if we think about it too much, Fred is worse. But, like, immediate Yeah, my reaction... Sorry, if I think about it, like, if I, like... Now Alex is, like, the hardest death is Fred because I just can't think about George without Fred without, mm-hmm. like, just starting to cry. But in terms of, like, when I was reading the book, Sirius hit me the hardest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you just didn't expect it. I, I didn't yeah, expect really it. Didn't. And I really and it loved it. It was like a Harry. punch in the face. And yeah, I was. Because Harry really... was just getting, getting to know. Because he no. did at the end of the third one, too. Like, let me take this loved one away from you again. Keep doing it, that. It hurt me. It was, like, not good. Yeah. It's not good. I'm Five is going to be a rough one for me. <laughs> um, uh, The character you identify the most with. Sirius Black. If my booming laugh doesn't give it away. Um, okay. Oh, favorite character. Overall. Overall. This is a hard one. This is a very hard one. I love how it's like if you're not a Harry Potter fan, all of these questions could kind of seem similar. But like but if like, you're a true fan, like they're all different. Yeah. Like, you can do a favorite character like how it's written or like your favorite character read. Like it, it, it's your own interpretation. So... The more the more I dive into the series and the more I like hyperanalyze it, mm-hmm. um, my favorite character turned out to be like the most complex character. So um, Snape, Dumbledore, these are these are all yeah. like these all tend to be my favorite characters now Agreed. because I'm just I, I just want to know as much about them as possible. They're so well written, so interesting. Mm-hmm. Every reread since I read the seventh one mm-hmm. has been just. A look at Dumbledore as a character. I have a theory about Dumbledore. It has nothing to do with science. But um, uh, Dumbledore and Hagrid being foils of each other. Because Dumbledore is the head, but Hagrid is the heart. And if Mm -hmm. you think about the decisions that each one of them always makes... Especially with regards to Harry. Especially with regards to Harry, Dumbledore always makes the smart decision. But Hagrid always makes the compassionate decision... And you'll always see them balance each other out. Like, whenever the two interact, which is rare, but whenever they interact, they're always checking each other. I mean, and then if you just, like, from the base point of, like, Dumbledore sends Harry to his death and Hagrid sees Harry come towards his death and he's, like... And walks him out of the floor. And brings him out. Exactly. Yeah, like, just that alone is, like, to your theory... Sorry, that Go Dumbledore ahead. shows a strong level of compassion towards Hagrid specifically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think because Dumbledore knows he needs Hagrid because otherwise he's going to. Be, if you're a head without a heart, then you start then you start going into what Grindelwald did for the do whatever it takes for the greater good without yeah. compassion. Yeah. You need that, and I think Dumbledore recognizes that he, that he needs, needs that. Hagrid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you arguing that Dumbledore was in love with Hagrid? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I couldn't even get it out completely. Um, um, oh, it's your turn. No, I just did favorite character. No, I thought I just did favorite character. It was Alex. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> well, which part would you want to like act as or perform? Oh, as, a, as an actor. Uh-huh. Um... I, I, I would want to be serious. Because uh, I, I just think that... Uh, serious or Ron? Serious or Ron? Because I think they would be oh. the most fun characters yeah. to do. Yeah. Ron would be fun. Um, favorite class? Um, I've thought about this a lot. Um, <laughs> it's a tie between potions and transfiguration. Because mm-hmm. I think those would be the... Like, the most analytical. Pr- most analytical, hardest to like master. The, the you'd have to really know your stuff. It's not just skill. It's knowledge based. And yeah. the, here's where my Raven call like breaks <laughs> like, in. Um, <laughs> mm, but, ears pricked up. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that's that. That's essentially why. 
Yeah. What about arithmancy? No. Are you a math person? I, I do like math, but I like applied math. That's why I'm in science. Like physics? Yeah. But, I like, like are, the magic of numbers would be cool. Like, I am not a math person or a numbers person. I but think just you've like, assumed that it's the magic. <laughs> no, I thought that's, like, no, that's what that's it is. What it yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, but, like, I feel like there is a lot of math involved, right? Yeah, that's but like I think it's, it's like more hard. about, like phenomenon and like what like what number yeah numbers in like the world oh, okay. and like magical numbers I like like prime like the magic of prime much. numbers yeah. or something like that gotcha yeah. and like certain numbers like i think the idea of arithmancy is fun like i would want to do it in like you know how in college you could like there's that week that you can like sort of try out classes or whatever mm-hmm. i would want to try out arithmancy for like one week and then not take the class. <laughs> just so you know enough about it right because i'm interested in it but like I, w- I feel like wouldn't do well in it, so <laughs> I, it would not be smart for me to take it. Okay, so last lightning round question before we get into games. Um, yeah, we're, wow. we have a lot. Um, what If you could have one item or one like spell or one magical thing from the world, what would it be? Um, it can't be like a wand. Like, it, like you, you can have to pick a spell. Yeah. Um, or like apparition or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I... I don't know. Maybe I'm th- apparition does sound. I think that's what I would. Yeah, think. it's because it's because the <laughs> I ability didn't mean to put that in your head. The ability, the ability to to transfer instantly from one place to another is game is, changer. It's a game. <laughs> so game. much time. I have so much. Yes, because who needs a time term when you when. When you don't need to spend two hours travel. in traffic. Yeah. I, I went to trivia the other night, and one of the questions was that you... The answer was that you spend six months of your lifetime at red lights. Like, waiting for a red light. Yeah. Yeah, I, six I believe it. Six months of your life. Especially, I'm gobsmacked. Especially in D.C. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think about... Every time I'm in traffic, without fail, I'm always like, if I were a wizard, could I operate my full vehicle to where I, like, I'm, and I'm always like, would I have had to drive there first to make sure that I, there was a location where I could operate without being seen by muggles? I go through this whole thing. No, because they go places they've never been before as long as they can visualize it. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'm saying like, I, like, I'm thinking like, oh, I'm in traffic for rehearsal if I, ha- like, where in my rehearsal could I possibly apparate to where muggles wouldn't see me? Uh, you know? Bathroom. Always the bathroom. But, right, but then someone's the in ba- the stall. And then you're, and then you're like, You can't Hi. ever oblivion. I count you. Yikes. I'm always like, okay, maybe I'll apparate, like, backstage. <laughs> I don't know. But yes, this, you know, normal conversations you have while you're in traffic with yeah. your own self. All right, so we're going into games now. These are the Joey ones. Oh, yeah, we have the seven. Jo- the yes. Joey ones. Yes, the Although Joey. I think we were going to do some of them again. Yes. Okay, so Fuck, Mary Kill. Do you under- Do you know the basic? Yeah, Bed, Head, be- uh, be- Wed. Um, no, no, no. Um, bed, uh, Wed, Behead. There we go. Bed, yes. Wed, Behead. Bond, Shag, Crucio. There we go. Um, Fuck, Mary Kill. <laughs> that Mary one. Go. That one. <laughs> so um, Hermione... Mm-hmm. Jenny mm-hmm. and Luna. How did I know you were going to pick those three? Well, how the, did I know was, you were going to pick those Alex. three? Because they're, they're the three. All right, I and because and because I I knew you were going to pick those three, I actually have an answer prepared. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've I've already married Hermione, so that's a given. I uh, said Alex when I was writing this question, I was like, he's gonna marry Hermione because he's already married to Hermione. And so it just comes down to who do I think would be better in bed? And 
honestly, I'm going to say Luna. Mm. Oh, I was like, oh, he's going to pick Jenny. No, right? no, no. It's Luna. It's- Luna is a she's wild kinky. card. Yeah. Yes. She's definitely, <laughs> she's definitely kinky. <laughs> And I'd, and I just I, I don't want to kill Ginny I really don't and but I by default you gotta you have to kill one I have to kill one I this is why I prefer the Crucio version because then it's like they're not dead you just have put them through unspeakable pain I think that's worse no I mean I think Ginny could take pain better than yes, Luna agreed uh yes I do yeah, I think yeah. she could, Jenny oh, yeah. could handle Crucio better than I'm not Luna. saying Luna couldn't handle it I'm saying Ginny could handle it better because she's like been through unspeakable horrors more than Luna has. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Luna was captured and stuff. Luna but. did watch her mom but she, die. But Ginny was possessed by Voldemort. Yes. For sure. They both had some trouble sure. in their past. They're Hashtag Linny. They're both tough. <laughs> they should be together, you know? Um, All right. So now we have a more fun one. We're doing okay. Defense Against the Dark Heart Professors. Ooh. Professor Lockhart. Um, Mad-Eye Moody. You can decide how you want to interpret that. Um, and Quirrell. Is this still Fuck, Mary Kill? Yeah, yes. <laughs> it, it yes, is. it is. Wait, 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 hold on. Quirrell, Lockhart? Lockhart. And Mad-Eye Moody. Okay, fuck Lockhart. Um, uh, kill Quirrell, marry Moody. There we go. Like, is this real Moody? This is real Moody. This is real Moody. Moody Crouch. Moody, oh, if it was Moody Crouch, I'd kill, I'd kill Moody Crouch. And Ooh, the, interesting. But, but I'm, but yeah, it's, uh, um, Actually, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. If, if, if we're going for Moody Crouch. Yeah, because it's like when he's a professor is what I'm thinking. Okay, so if we're doing Moody Crouch. Even though I did say interpret. But, yeah. <laughs> but he is in Mad-Eye Moody's like, form, body. body. Yeah, he's definitely because, Mad-Eye see, that, that's a, oh, that's, a cha- that's a game changer yeah, right game there. Changer. Okay, so, it's still, so still fuck... <laughs> still fuck Lockhart. <laughs> um... Uh, Kill, kill, uh, uh, kill, uh, Moody, uh Crouch. Moody Crouch, and then marry, uh, and then marry Crow. I think okay. I would do the exact same. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. What? What? Yeah. Are you just, you like, reluctantly hesitant. saying no? No, 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 I'm, no, 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 yes, no, like, I guess I'm reluctantly saying yes. I really hate Quirrell. Like, <laughs> I, like, want to kill Quirrell, so I'm probably gonna... But he wasn't actively a Death Eater. I'll probably marry Lockhart. Neither was Lockhart. I'll probably marry Lockhart. Yeah, and, Lockhart's a gem. And fuck yeah. Moody Crouch. And then kill Quirrell. Gilderoy. Gilderoy. You'd fuck Moody Crouch in in Moody's body? Yeah, I know what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> He's been around. He's yeah. got experience. He's got I the, mean, that eye. It's just watching you, you know? Ew. Oh, oh, no, no, you totally turned me on now. <laughs> I'm definitely killing him. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean. Granted, the more I think about it, he could do things with that leg. I'd rather. <laughs> I think I'd rather though fuck Moody Crouch than I even in Moody's body than regular Moody. See that because <laughs> somehow, like. Moody, By the way, guys, this is about science. This is all about science. Sex is science. <laughs> yeah. I mean, technically, everything's science. You know. Um. Okay. So then. Um. I have another fuck Mary kill that's very weird. Uh-oh. Are you ready? Yeah. It's I am, like, I, my body is ready. Okay. It's Cursed Child. The, the, the play. The play. The, the actual play. The play. Like the written it's play. Not, it's not the Cursed Child. Like you're not trying it's to like the fuck Delphi. It. But it's, it's... It's the essence yeah, of so it. Yeah, okay. so they're all the essence of. Okay. So uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Or... The movie? The movie. And a Harry Potter musical. Ooh, so it's, it's like three like so like basically okay. how you feel about them. 
Okay, so uh, are we talking about the play as it is written or the play <laughs> as the it show. is performed? We'll do the performed. Okay. Great quash. Um, Great cue. So, so, uh, so the play, the play, Fantastic Beasts, and what was the third one? A, a very, very Potter. Musical. A very Potter musical. Um, Mary, a very Potter musical. Um, They're always there. It for keeps you. you warm at night. Yeah, you're it always does. laughing because I have to get back to Hogwarts. Yeah. I have to get on back to school. Oh, so I gotta get back to yeah, Hogwarts where everybody knows I'm cool. You should be Ron in that show. <laughs> you, I need it with I my should. whole heart. They don't have the rights to it. They don't. I did it in college. Yeah, but you, that on was illegal. Low. Yeah, but like we did it. Oh. <laughs> Don't tell me it's fine. <laughs> I put it on my it's resume over. for a while. You did? Yes. <laughs> um, all right. So then, I don't know. I don't know which one I, which, it's, it's going to come down to which one I want to kill, cause, mostly because I don't know how to fuck up play. Um, I, I have like an aesthetic it's one. It's like I a feel one like night stand more... you want to have. Like, oh yeah, that's a good way to Think of it as it. like a one night stand. Like one is... Like one show that you'll want to see forever. One show that you only want to see for one night. One that you would never want to see. Or that you have to choose to eliminate Well, you it would from never you. see You'd it. You'd never be able to see it. Never be able to see it. Like it's dead. No one will see it. Okay, if that's... If that's if, <laughs> I mean... If, if that's you the, the think case, like this, that. Is also, this is going to also be a process of elimination, which one I'm never going to see. Um, but I actually would see Cursed Child once. And yeah. Because it was, it was a beautiful show. Like, I didn't need Fantastic Beasts, necessarily. Yeah. I mean, I It could, was great that it exists, but... Exactly. Like, it was... It's good that we have this. I'm, I'm going to see the, the, the sequel in, uh, in yeah. November. I'm excited for it. But the if I never, I if I never had it in my... would be different without it. Exactly. If I knew about it and never, and never was able to see it, I'd be disappointed, but I wouldn't be distraught. I would be distraught if I never got to see... Cursed Child, because then all I would have is the written play, which was, and which sucks. Which, and I would kill that. I would I'd kill the kill written it. play. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's dead on. It's burned. Yep. Yeah. Um. The only one I know and that I feel like I'm gonna choose is to um fuck Cursed Child because I loved seeing it. So yeah. I I like I think it's magic that, is real. That's the perfect one night stand is Cursed Child. Oh yeah. Like. Oh yeah. The other ones I'm not choosing because it's not my question. So. Well. I mean, I don't really know a very Potter musical. I never really got into that, but um, so I, I, I really only know the two. Yeah. Mm. But they, it sounds like a very nice marriage. <laughs> very fun. It is fun. It's, it's a it's fun so marriage. It's so fun. If you haven't seen a very Potter musical, go on YouTube, Star Kid Potter. It is amazing. It, it, it's the best, it's, it's it, like, the best three hours of your life. It's so long. <laughs> it's so right, long. Should we get into science? Yes, we should get into science. Oh, yeah, science. <laughs> 30 minutes later. All right, so let's, um, I'm going to pause it real quick. Okay. Okay, we're ready. We all have our notepads out to take notes. <laughs> we're all very Ravenclaw right now. It's great. It's great. I have my resume if anyone needs it. It's like you're at a conference. Hi, uh, here's... Here's, I'm Molly. Here's my resume. This is why, like, I'm applying for jobs. Like, I'm very official. Oh, it's a UNBC. It's yeah. a UNBC official. I won it at a not an alumni thing, but like a seniors thing. Oh, very nice. No big deal. All right. So I so I. You're trying to outnote me, Molly. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sorry, Jerry. All right. Um. So I have a, a bunch of topics. Professor Just... Posner. <laughs> yes, Alex. <laughs> I am Professor Posner. I'm going to call you Joe. I'm going to be, like, serious in the class. Like, very naughty. 
That, only for you. Oh, yes. All right, so I have a bunch of topics that um, that we can go over. Um, I don't know how long it's... Children! <laughs> Molly threw a paper ball at me! <laughs> Sorry, Joey, continue, Professor Posner. I'm just, I'm just really hoping that I'm, I don't turn into Professor Bins. Um, <laughs> um, so, Impossible. Thank you. Uh, so we have uh, the genetics of the wizarding gene, um, the different theories of time travel and how they're used in Harry Potter, um, how the neuroscience of obliviate, um, apparition and wormholes, and then my own personal theory of what is magic, a study of electromagnetism. Maybe we should start with what is magic. Like start oh. broad and come in. Uh, well, I think that's like of a fun one. Maybe yeah. that one at the end. Okay. This, this one, this one I kind of had like a, like a frenzy, uh, the other night and I was <laughs> like, I started out with this simple thought experiment of why... Um, magic effects, uh, um, uh, muggle objects, and it just, I fell down the rabbit hole. So this is like something I could talk. All right, then let's just go in your order, like whatever you did it in. Perfect. All right, so let's start with the genetics of the wizarding gene. So okay. disclosure, this is not, these theories that I'm just going to say for the uh, genetics is, they're not mine. They are um, Eric uh, Spana from Duke University. He does this wonderful talk okay. on the genetics of the wizarding gene. If you have a chance, look him up. Eric Spana from Duke. Um, he does talks on um, Harry Potter, on um, on Star Wars, uh, Captain America, um, and he does oh, exactly because of his like background. Got because it. of his background, I was like, why only Captain America? But that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because of like this, uh, what's in the super soldier mm -hmm. serum, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Um, and this is, this is how I got started with the whole idea of applying science to Harry Potter was from his talk. And I'm like, what if I did that with other things? <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Yeah. This, I did, I was not paid by him. I'm just a fan. No spawn. No spawn. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's, that's pretty much what everything is going to be about. It's assuming that science is applicable in all circumstances, including magic. If you're assuming that, how does magic work? I'm ready. And how does it? Okay. Yeah. How do you so, become a wizard? So how do you become a wizard? So <laughs> just to start off, and if I'm giving too much uh, background, let me know. I'm just going to start with some background on genetics. Just Give some us basic a step-by-step -step instruction I've seen on Gattaca how to become a wizard. Okay. <laughs> That's uh, my base level. <laughs> after all that buildup. <laughs> um, so proteins. So proteins, they make up everything. Um, they can be structural, um, they can be enzymes which just catalyze chemical reactions in your body, they can do things like ion transportation, pretty much everything that your body does um, that's important is due to proteins. And DNA is just the code that allows your body to make certain proteins. Right. And, right. and, so, you'll, and so a gene is, just to give definitions, is a gene is the string of DNA that encodes for a single protein. And so you inherit two copies of each one of these genes, one from mom, one from dad, and we're gonna call those alleles. So it's just an abstract term for a gene is an allele. Mm -hmm. um, and not all alleles are the same. Sometimes you have, um, some genes can be dominant or recessive. So what that means is if you have a recessive gene, it's only active when a dominant gene is not um, overshadowing it. We got our Punnett squares. Exactly. Just go back to high school genetics and... Uh, I am following, which is a shocker. So is... Are you... Sorry, me. not to jump ahead, but are you saying that the wizarding tree, would that be a recessive gene or a dominant? Oh, we're getting into that. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, tell what, us, that, tell that's us where it's all this going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is so, this going... Ugh. 
I'll, so, I'll wait for questions. So is it is it red hair or or brown hair? Because red hair, like the Weasleys, is a recessive trait. And so that's why all the Weasleys had red hairs, because both Mr. and Mrs. Weasley had red hair. And so that means they little own... Little R, little R. Little R, little R. And... and why um, Lily uh, Lily Potter was able to have red hair, even though Harry has brown hair, is because even though um, Harry um, has the dominant brown gene, big uh, big B little uh, he had big B little R. Mm -hmm. He had he was heterozygous, so it just means that he has two different genes. Yes, Molly. <laughs> I thought that red hair was a mutation. I thought that too. Because why do black people randomly have red hair? It is. Sorry. It can be a mutation. No, no, no. It's. It's. <laughs> questions are good. Everybody, questions are look good. Look at this base level we came in with. I mutation. I love that we're asking questions before the Hogwarts. We're talking about Weasleys and Lily. Like that we're like explain red hair to me. Well, this is why I started with red hair. I love it. Keep going. Um. So a mutation, all it is, is just a change in the genetic code of a gene. And it can be inherited just as much as uh, just as much as any other gene. Um, it's just uh, it's just an alteration. Because my siblings and I were Neapolitan, so we have brown, like brunette, blonde, and red. Oh. Wait, my sister has red hair. Sean has blonde hair. Sean was a towhead. Oh, a, it's a gotten baby. a little darker, okay. but uh, yeah, that's yeah. kind of just an option. So but. Lily, Harry, and Jenny's daughter. Does she have red hair? Wait, what? Wait, Jenny. Oh, Harry. Lily, 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 comma, Lily, Harry's yes. and Jenny's daughter. Lily, comma, Harry and She's Jenny's daughter. Little R, little R. Does she, is she, yeah, does she have red hair because of Harry's mom or because of Lily? Or, or because both. of Jenny? It has, it to, has be to be both. It has to be both. The, the, the oh, definition wow. of a recessive trait <laughs> is that you need, you, you need two recessive genes. I get so an A in biology. Yeah. Wow. So your, <laughs> so your genotype needs to be homozygous or the same gene. For um for the recessive trait. So if Harry's mom didn't have red hair, Lily Luna would not. Well, right. like um James, like little James probably has like big B little R, but the big B is overpowering. And yeah. actually, every single one of the Potter children who has um uh, who has brown hair is heterozygous. They have a big B little R. Mm. Every single one of them, because Ginny only has little R's to give. Mm. Like X Y. That's that's yeah. all she has is yeah. little is little R little R. So that's all she can uh, donate, and it's not and it's that that doesn't actually have to do with the X Y. Well, I just meant like it goes like you yeah. have X X and X Y like R big R. Right, but um, but X um the that's a sex link trait is dealing with the X Y chromosomes. Mm. Um, I just meant like that's the same. It's like passed down. Like, yeah, it's passed down exactly. Letters, mm. Exactly. Um, oh, that's this is really interesting yeah. already. <laughs> Well, it's good. This, I wanted to give everybody this background, so we, so we, everybody has like this is a on the same level. plane. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So now we're going to start going into actual wizarding stuff. So we're Do going it, to yeah. assume that a single gene that can be inherited encodes a protein that allows a human to cast magical spells uh, or alter the laws of physics with their mind. Um, yeah. So breaking like uh, something in motion. <laughs> Exactly. So there's the, so there's just some protein that some gene encodes that is allowing somebody to do magic. Do you think that it's a mutation or do you think it's genetic or is it both? Let him get that. I'm going to get there. Sorry, I feel where you're going. I'm just excited. The only reason I'm not answering it right now is because it will make more sense once I once I get to it. Yes, professor. Steps, professor. Sorry. 
We're a little overzealous. <laughs> I also that is good. off mic, I want to talk about X-Men with you. Because I love the X-Men. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. No, and no, I'm no. very Ner- excited Nerd for the alert. movie coming out. <laughs> I have very selective fandom. I know. This is, I, <laughs> X-Men is great. I always, I like, when I was a little kid, they were like Pokemon to me. I always wanted to know what their powers are, what their weaknesses. I think it's Storm so has always been my favorite. That... X-Men is one of your select fandoms. I, I just, just to put that yeah. out in the All universe, right. but we'll okay. keep Off going. mic, off, off mic. mic. All right, so. Tweet at me about what? it. <laughs> <sighs> so, what was I talking about? We're the worst students. Magic? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the first question we want to have answered is, how is the wizarding gene inherited? Is it dominant or recessive? Mm-hmm. And to do that, we need to look at somebody who we know is heterozygous. If we look at somebody it's who's... like a muggle-born... No, no, no. Or Somebody like who has a muggle, who's a muggle uh, oh, like one a parent. Half blood. A half Seamus. and half. Seamus. And, and Seamus, you see. You so I see. Get points. You get five points for Gryffindor. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm a professor, so I can dole out points. Yeah. Yes. You don't take away for your own house. You can take away I points. I would too never. If we're I asked what? two great questions already. Mm-hmm. Questions? You, you get points for answers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. She flipped me off, Professor. I brought up Punnett Square. Minus five points for Ravenclaw. I brought up Punnett Square and the big eye little arm. <laughs> All right, keep going, Joey. <laughs> so, um, so Seamus' um, mom is a, is a muggle, uh, was a witch, mm-hmm. and Seamus' dad is a muggle. It's a bit of a nasty shock for him when he found out. <laughs> yes. Um, but the problem is... If you look at the if you look at the Punnett squares, and if you're at home doing the Punnett squares, please do these with me. Um, uh, you do they, the, It is possible for, for it is possible for um, the wizarding gene to be recessive, even though even though he is a uh, a wizard, because if we have there's two possibilities here. There's um, there's Seamus is uh, Seamus's mom is I'm gonna say wizarding gene is big W, Muggle gene is little M. Oh, I so, did little W. That's fine. Either way. Um, so Seamus's mom could be Big W, Big W, or she could be... Um, uh, big, sorry. Big W, Little M? She could be Big W, uh, she could be Big W, Little M. But I'm sorry, that's not what I'm getting at. Um, she could also be Little W, Little W. Okay. And if she's Little W, Little W for the wizarding gene, and the wizarding, and the wizarding gene is recessive, that means... His father could be Big M, Little W. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. He could have a recessive. Of, uh, he could have a recessive uh, a wizarding gene, exactly. And so, if you do your if you do your Punnett squares, there's a one in four chance that they have a Little W, Little W child that could be Seamus. Okay, but if the wizarding gene is dominant, then it would be that she could be Big W, Big W, or Big W, Little M. Right. right. So then there's True. like three fourths of a chance. But but she's only going to be one of those, and we since we don't know um, uh, since we don't know her lineage, we don't know what she is, or or we don't know uh, we don't know if uh, Seamus's father could have some very distant wizarding relatives. So what we need is somebody who is um, somebody who's heterozygous, and who we know for a fact is heterozygous because. Based on the evidence that we just saw, Seamus could be homozygous for okay. the wizarding gene, for oh. recessive wizarding gene. And who we find oh, is Hagrid. Oh! Oh, interesting! Yeah! So it's a dominant trait! It's a dominant I trait! Got- because Fred <laughs> Can won't- I get points? 
You, that was great. You have five points to Ravenclaw. Thank you. So now you're at zero. <laughs> you know you're at zero because I oh took five. No cursing in this class. No, I'm just kidding. You can I'm just giving you a hard time. I'm sorry. I feel two on one. <laughs> this is what happens when you It's my her. nightmare. The teacher's against This me. is what happens <laughs> when you have two Gryffindors in a room. Yeah. I know. <laughs> okay, look. Let's be clear. You were always better at science. I'm sure you'll have more opportunities to get points. Thank it's like you. you're like I'm starting with that. a handicap. <laughs> and just and just to be and just to spell things out. So, Hagrid's mom Hagrid's mom definitely has definitely has no magic because it's said over and over again that giants have no magical ability, mm-hmm. and so and so we know that um, uh, Hagrid's father definitely gave him a wizarding gene because he can have ma- he has magic, and the only way for that to occur is if the giant the the giant non wizarding gene um, uh, that was given to Hagrid is recessive. Meaning the wizard gene is I am following dominant. you so hard. This right is now. awesome. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, and just and just as a sidebar, we know it can't be sex linked because um, Hagrid's dad has, would have to give a Y chromosome, and we and we know it's not Y linked because there are witches in the world. Mm-hmm. So, because if it was Y linked, then there would be no. But there would are be there no female, female half breeds? Yes. Well, yeah. We oh, Madame Maxine. Duh. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah, um, I just had to think that out a little bit. So the wizarding gene is autosomal dominant. That's the, that's that's how it's inherited because it's autosomal, meaning it's non-sex linked and it's dominant. Woo! Yes. Okay, so I I don't know if you're gonna answer this later, so just stop me if you are. Mm-hmm. So, but like, isn't it sort of like in the canon of the books that like if one is okay, this probably is gonna sound really stupid. This is probably just what dominant means. But if one parent has then they're automatically then they're automatically a unless wizard. they both have the recessive which is i think how squibs happen oh this is what i was gonna ask you're, about you're, you're, squibs once again you're getting ahead of me i'm sorry but it's but it, but yes I'm the answer is the answer is yes and so five points <laughs> five points to ravenclaw yeah okay so i got it that i was i was yes. getting to squibs see i have a little question mark that says squibs right yes. here and i'm going to address squibs and i'm going <laughs> to i'm going to preface this so everybody mentally prepare yourselves I'm ready. science is not science will give us answers but it might not always give us the answers that we want so, oh, no. so I'm just going to just mentally prepare yourself. It, this, just this is Look, where the science. I am science. not prepared. I'm a witch. I don't know what. Joey, happened. I'm a witch, so I don't know what you're about to tell me. But it seems like you're about to say that I'm muggle. No, it's not. I'm not saying that. I'm not. Uh, why would I say something that's not true? Oh, right, Joey. Thank you. We don't know your genetic makeup. Yeah, I, I haven't genotyped you. <laughs> I don't know. If not yet. You <laughs> I don't know what you do with your friends. Piece of hair. <laughs> this is why. This is why I was eager for you to fall asleep during the uh, during the marathon. We might cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, just to get just to get her her like hair. That's all. Right, of course. Yeah. Um. So, uh, oh, this is one thing I wanted to mention. It's important to note here that based on the evidence that J.K. Rowling has given us, the wizarding gene is completely dominant. Yes. Now I say this. I say this because there are genes that. There are stronger there are stronger genes when you're homozygous for the dominant gene than when you're heterozygous for it. So if you only have one copy of the gene, it's it's not it's not as strong of a trait as when you have two copies. But what's be, an example of that? Um, oh, uh, there was an example in uh, in in Doctor Spana's talk, but um, this is not the best example. But um, dwarfism, heterocon, uh, 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 not, not, uh, 
hypochondroplasia. So the classic form of dwarfin that Tyrion Lannister has. Right. Um, this has to be when you see somebody who has this uh, who has this gene, they are always heterozygous for it. It's a dominant gene because they can have kids that are like regular size. They can have kids that are regular size, so they're heterozygous. But more importantly, if you're homozygous for the hypochondroplasia um, gene, it's fatal. So it is a stronger it is a stronger oh, incidence of it when okay. it's when it's when it's so you're kind of worse off if it's right okay. and so that's not so that means that that gene is not completely dominant, but it has been made clear through everything in Harry Potter that the wizarding gene is completely dominant. So half bloods and full bloods have the same level of wizarding power. Suck it, Voldemort. <laughs> Suck it, Draco. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Well, Lucius, really. Ooh. Yeah, well, he's just... Spewing. Yeah, he's a puppet. So, um, what else do I have? Uh, Muggleborns. So, we... So, uh, so now that brings up the question of Muggleborns. Because if Muggles, um, by definition, have two recessive genes, just like the Weasleys cannot have a brown-haired child, why is it that... Is, are they mutant? Is it a mutant? They are mutants. <laughs> Five points to Gryffindor. Five points to Gryffindor. I understand science, Mom. You'll be so proud. <laughs> and so this Someone is what have taught me through Harry Potter all along. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So that's that's what this guy did. Like he, he was he was in a genetics class, and everybody's eyes were just glazing over. So he started to make Harry Potter references, and everybody was like, "Okay, I'm for this." I would have aced every single science class. Is it possible that Muggle trait and Wizard trait would be like separate? Like it's not like. I don't know. That's a dumb question. No, no, no. Oh well, what I, well, the idea is that like they can have their own genome thing. And that is a, that is a possibility for many types of genes. But what we're assuming here is that the only difference between the Muggle and the Wizard gene is just two different versions of the exact same gene. So they're coming from like the same strand, basically. Not even the same strand. They are the same exact sequence. Not the oh, same okay. exact. They are the same section of DNA. The same exact locus. Yeah. Same letters. Or the same. Yeah, exactly. It's just just different. Sorry, same position, but different letters. One is yes. one allows you to Understood. alter physics with your mind. One doesn't. On the like helix thing. Or yes, yeah. exactly. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. so exciting. Keep going. Yeah. So uh, Muggleborns are de novo mutation, um, and so and it's so it's a random mutation that occurs in children, uh, so that they so that they can have a gene that is different from their parents. Mm -hmm. So if the Weasley suddenly had a uh, brown-haired child, that means that Mrs. Weasley was sleeping around. Uh, or, <laughs> or that they had a mutation. Yes. Yes. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Um, okay. Yeah. So, then the question comes, what about squibs? So, there's two ideas about Wait, squibs. Wait, before we get off Muggleborns. Yeah. So, um... So in by this definition, like two uh, like a redheaded person that's redhead, um, that's a redhead because they got it from their parent is not any more like red necessarily pigmented than someone that has like a mutant redhead gene. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, so like a Muggle-born wizard isn't any less magical than yes. a magically born. Yes, they are heterozygous. They are heterozygous, but they are still just as magical. That's what I was gonna ask. Suck what it, Draco. Their, Suck it, Voldemort. What is their lettering for a Muggle-born? Because are they double recessive? 
No, they wouldn't be. They would have to have one dominant. Like, how does what, a mutation so look what, like? So what, hap- what, ha- what would have happened is that the mother or father gave a recessive gene, but at some point, that recessive gene mutated into the dominant form. So, like, if two muggle-born wizards had a child, mm-hmm. then their kid would obviously be a wizard. But, like, how? A two muggle-born wizard? No, actually... Um, since since uh, a muggle a muggle-born wizard is more likely than not going to be heterozygous mm-hmm. because it's far uh, it's very 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 unlikely for two of these mutations to occur because mm-hmm. these these are happening in like the egg or the sperm as they're being developed yeah um, so it, it's so you have that pundit square again for two heterozygous parents there's actually a one in four chance of them having a muggle child oh that's sad. And I'm actually getting to that they're because muggles. I'm actually getting to that because no, of, of they're squibs. Mu- they're two muggle-born, so they're like two wizards. Two wizards who that are both are likely, muggle-born. That are both muggle-born. They're likely to have a non-magical oh, child. That's because, sad to me. Oh yeah. Yeah, and that's actually one of the ways you could get squibs based on based on these theories. Because mm, you have two muggle-born. Oh, parents. is this what I wasn't? Yeah, ready yeah exactly, for? exactly. Oh, I'm starting. Yeah. Once I start talking about squibs, that's everybody's gonna get really upset. Really interesting. I'm mm-hmm. sad about Oh, it. that makes a lot of sense, actually. And that's why squibs are so looked down upon, because they're from Muggleboard, so it's like, you're not that magical. But, like, it's a good argument for the pureblood. It's not a good argument, yeah. but yeah, it's but like, it's, it's they an use argu- it. It's an yeah. argument, Poor exactly. Filch. Yeah. It, it, I'm thinking of Mrs. Fig, honestly. Because oh, Filch was a dick. Yeah, exactly. Filch was a dick. But I think, but honestly, like, every time I think about how much of a dick Filch is, I think about how much of a dick I would be if I were born to a magical family and, and couldn't. Then forced to, and, then and then forced then to live in a magical school. I wouldn't be as big of a dick, but I would be grumpy. Like, I would hate myself. No, you would still be so interested. Yeah, but I would hate myself. I, 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 you wouldn't be, you're, you're not the type of person that, like, takes that inward hate and, like, puts it out. Yeah, that's true. I would just be, like, very depressed, like, all the time. Keep going. Squibs are sad. Keep. (laughs) They are. No, and I'm, and the rest of my talk is going to be mostly about squibs. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not, not the rest of what I'm talking about, but the, this this section. Yeah, yeah. So the so this idea is that if you have two heterozygous wizards, whether they're whether they're muggle-born or not, they have a one in four chance of having a little m little m child, um, which means that's how one way a squib could be born. But we have a we have, there's a catch. There things like things like uh, um, Neville Neville's parents thought he might be a squib. Merope Gaunt, um, her dad thought she might be a squib. Um, there was a thought that um, Dumbledore's uh, uh, Ariana 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 could have been a squib. Um, so these are pure blood families. Yeah. Why would pure blood families? Why would it be conceivable? Even though none of these none of these people I mentioned were squibs, why is it conceivable that they would be? And the and the the idea is comes in. It's another it's another concept called a suppressor gene. So this is a separate gene on a separate locus on the uh, on the DNA. And, and like I said, proteins can do all kinds of things. And one of the things they can do is suppress or enhance other genes. So they can, they, they can, uh, they can bind to the gene and either cause it to be expressed more or be expressed less. Yeah. And so we could have a squib suppressor gene. Oh, wow. So now there are two, now there are two genes that we're looking at. There's the wizarding gene and then the squib gene. And so if this person has a has an active squib gene, it doesn't matter if they're homozygous for wizarding, if they're big W, big W. 
they will not be a wizard. And so somebody could have a mutation on this squib gene. Oh, boy. That's a different rung of the ladder, right? It's a different rung of the ladder, different location. But it would location. overpower this other one. But it would, it would turn it off. It would turn off that gene entirely. That sucks. Yeah, that really sucks. Mm -hmm. I'm like, it doesn't make me as upset as the fact that two muggle-born wizards could like have like a very low chance of making a wizarding child. That stresses no, they me have out. 75% chance of making a wizard child, 25% chance of making a muggle. 25%, one in of four chance of making a squib. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's okay. not, it's not more, it's I thought, not more. Sorry. I read it. I, I understood it differently. I understood it as like a one in four chance of having a wizarding child, which mm -hmm. made it seem much That's more much sad worse. to me. Okay. I'm okay. Yeah. It's still not good, but. No. 25%. Yeah. Um, and, and there's not enough evidence to, to know whether that is dominant or recessive. Um, but I'm thinking that it is dominant because there there are so with the wizarding gene being dominant mm -hmm. why wouldn't mug why wouldn't uh muggles just have been wiped out by now because right i was gonna ask you why are there more muggles than there are wizards because if the squib gene is dominant that means mm. that a somebody you could have so those muggles a, mugg a muggle is not a muggle a muggle is just a squib <gasps> Yeah. Boom! <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, that is crazy. <gasps> no, that makes that me the saddest. We're Kids are worse than muggles. No. We might have said that we'd it's rather fine. be a muggle than a squid. It's fine. I'm mm. I'm magical, so it's fine. But it also means that you might. But there comes from a might... long line of squids. But it means <laughs> that if you are heterozygous, if you are heterozygous for the squib gene, if a muggle like like what most people are in the world, if they're heterozygous for a squib gene, that could be another reason for muggle-borns. Because they have that wizarding gene. If somebody passes down um, a single wizarding gene, mm -hmm. and then and then both parents pass down the non-squib gene, because they're both heterozygous for it, and they pass down that non-squib gene, they have a one in four chance of having a muggle-born child. But it does seem more common that there are muggle-borns than there are squibs, but that might be just because we don't hear that much about squibs yeah. in the series. Looking, and you'll if you listen to uh, um, this guy's talk, um, he'll explain it. There's there's really not too many references to either. There's like there's like four there's like four muggle-borns and two squibs. But in the, so the sample size one, isn't great. in the seventh one, they're talking about all that that long list of muggle-borns and like having From the trials the, and stuff like but that. But squibs are extra size. They're they're yeah, like you don't hear about you only hear about two. I also think like muggle-borns, you're guaranteed to correct me if I'm wrong. You're guaranteed to hear about a muggle-born in the wizarding world but based on they're not gonna talk but about. but yeah like but even in these genes like in these genes like if you're like two muggles like no i mean like a squib that we know like right but i'm saying like in general though you would hear more about muggle-borns than squibs because there are squibs going under the radar and also and, and, and also and also this is this no? is going to well i'm well, just yes. saying like in the yes. wizarding world they don't even associate like that's not even like that's oh, what yes. i'm saying that's I what agree. i'm saying like yeah. squibs are squibs are removed from the community but muggleborns are brought in right. and so so that's why you'll probably hear more of muggleborns right. than you were of squibs so we don't actually know how many squibs there are like how common it is to like for two yes. wizards to have a squib yeah um but i mean either way but i uh, but this, but this also is another reason why, um, why uh, pure blood enthusiasts um, <laughs> would not want to intermarry because that would be introducing the squib gene 
into the into the lineage. But two, but you just said that two pure blood wizards can like. Do... If it's a if it's a mutation. Oh. If it's a mutation. And you're like less likely. You're yeah, far yeah, less yeah. likely yeah. if it's a mutation. And you assume that. Ew! You're I hate that they have a reason for their madness. I know. I used but to. That makes this is where the science took me. No, this is where the science took me. No, it makes sense that there is like a scientific basis behind it, but like I always just like to think that they were stupid. And, I like, mean, they are. And wrong. They, all, they, they, they also think that but if you're like, half blood, you're not as much of a wizard. So. That is wrong. But I'm saying like they are. Like I don't think they're reasoning their is like they're not pure. doing their Punnett squares like we are. Like no. they're just assuming that like right. half blood don't have as much. Magic. It's, it's like right. racists who break out biology and genetics whenever they want to make a point. They don't. That's not the reason they think that. They just want right. to be racist. Right. But I'm saying like in in the like Muggle-born equivalent like. If you, like, were to mix races, like, if you marry someone that's a different, like, race mm -hmm. than you, like, you have, you're more likely to be, like, immune to certain things, right? Um, yeah. I, yeah. Mean, I mean, yeah, like, a genetically diverse population is a healthier population. Right, so, like... And you can build so, your brain. So, like, so technically, that, like, people who are like, oh, yes, I want to keep, like, all of my family, like... Pure. Pure. Yeah. pure. It's like they're just stupid and wrong. No, they're in. But they're like not they said they interested in yeah, growing exactly. the wizarding population. They're just interested in growing their personal line. Yeah, they don't mm. care about the rest of the wizarding world. Like, yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's, that's fair. But anyway, keep going. That no, was just that's, like, that's, that was more like that's sociological. That, that was it for genetics. That's okay. that's what we got. I don't know if this is too much of a, a throw in the whatever. But what about obscurus, which is what Ariana. Yes, she Ari created. That's a more like. I magical. would assume that's a mutation. I would. I always saw that as less of a less of a, uh, like you were born obscurus, and, and obscurus is when you actively try to suppress your magic. Yeah, it's like more of a psychological thing. Yeah. Okay. okay. Like uh, yeah, like P like it's kind of like magical PTSD or something like that. Okay. Interesting. Um, mm hmm. Well, could you be predisposed? Predisposed. Predisposed for yeah. it, like kind of like schizophrenia, where it can be like on. Like later onset based on I'm, your living I'm conditions. I'm sure it could. I'm sure it could have a genetic component to it. Um, and most most diseases do. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, like I don't think you're more likely to produce those symptoms if yeah. like you have a genetic disposition oh, yeah. I'm, for it. I mean, there's no there's nothing to say that uh, that it's not. Um, but it's the triggering event seems to be like some traumatic experience that causes them to want yeah. to that want to, to the child to want to suppress them. Excellent. I'm so like that you had a great answer for that. <laughs> oh my god. I'm surprised I had a great answer for that. I I do think that we should maybe make this a two-parter. Agreed. And so maybe we should just do a sign-off and then do a sign-in. You want to do a, you want to make it a two-parter right now? Yeah, because we're already in an hour. What's your next one? Because my next one is time the rest. We the, rest are, the rest are a lot shorter. The I feel rest like are the rest we okay. could do its own episode. Agreed. Because we did all that pre-stuff. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Um, so we're going to do um, another episode where we continue with Professor Posner, um, but we are going to end for this episode. So catch us next week. Um, Stay magical. Stay magical. Charmed, I'm sure. Science is magical. <laughs> Mischief managed. Bum, 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 bum. Thank you for listening to another episode. Um, if you can take a moment and just find us on social media, that would be wonderful. We're Potter Watch on Facebook, Real Potter Watch on Twitter, 
And on Instagram, we are Podcast Potter Watch, as well as our email, podcastpotterwatch at gmail.com. Please feel free to communicate with us at any time. About any topic. <laughs> um, and most importantly, please um, give us a review on iTunes. This really helps people find out about the podcast. Um, we appreciate all the reviews, and, and it helps us, um, you know, get a better idea of how we're doing as podcast hosts. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it.